Well, good afternoon, everybody. Merry Christmas. I hope everybody had a fantastic time over the break. Darren Saul here, your host of Playing With Perspective, the Suspended Animation Podcast. It's our last episode before 2021. So I just wanted to say to everybody out there who's been so loyal, thank you so much for all your support in viewing the podcast, listening to the podcast this year. We've uh, put together some great episodes. We've had some amazing guests. And I really just want to say thank you to everybody out there who's been so great and supported us here at the Suspended Animation Studios. So today, back by popular demand, Ian Kaminsky is here. Hello, Ian. How are you? Hello, Darren. It's great to be here with you all. And Merry Christmas, Darren. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you and Happy thank New you. Year for a few days. Yes. Looking forward <laughs> to the end of 2020. I think most of us are. Absolutely. We are indeed. Um, so now Ian was with us for everybody out there who might not have uh, listened to his episode probably about a month ago and the feedback was exceptional. So we've brought him back on the show and today we're going to be chatting all about those famous things called habits. Powerful habits and why are they so important? So um, Ian, I thought let's do something a bit different today. Instead of me introducing you, why don't you introduce yourself to the audience? Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Darren. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm actually uh, the founder and CEO of the Melbourne NLP and Hypnosis Centre. And so I love working with the mind and actually helping clients utilise their mind, I suppose, to the maximum advantage. And I focus on techniques that work predominantly at the level of the unconscious mind, which is where, you know, things like our habits, our beliefs and values our patterns of behavior sort of reside and you know if we want to start to sort of change those to make them more effective or more powerful or more in line with what we'd like to achieve in our business our lives that's where we want to play we want to play at that unconscious level and tools like nlp and hypnosis are very very powerful for doing that excellent obviously you've been working with nlp and hypnosis for many many years it's been oh, just over 12 years now and wow. uh, yes still love it Fantastic. Well done. Mm. Um, so let's jump in. I mean, habits, it's a fascinating topic. And, you know, none of this is new, but I suppose there's always a new take on things or a new um, way of looking at things, maybe with new research that has been done, etc. But maybe let's just take a little step back and define for us what a positive habit is or a negative habit is, just to give a bit of context to what we're going to be chatting about today. So we're talking about sort of patterns of behavior that become automatic. Right. Because you know, if let's look at an example, in fact, Darren, I might just look sure. at an example with you. Yeah, so think about back when you were learning how to drive. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you just got into the car for the very first time. Okay. Where's the wheel? Where's the pedal? Where's the indicators? Right. So yeah, you were consciously focusing very hard. You know, well, this is what I have to do here. I've got to use this and got to use that. But what actually happened, though, once you mastered that skill? Yeah, it became subconscious. It became automatic. Exactly. So when you drive today, do you, you even think about the pedals, the indicators, and the, no. and the wheel? And this is what we're talking about. This is what a habit really is. It habits when it's sort of become, you're basically on autopilot. Yep. You're doing things, you know, without, well, you're maybe talking about someone else on the phone, maybe doing some other, other tasks, but it becomes totally automatic. Perfect. And most of the ones that we learn, like 
they become automatic, they're very useful skills to have or habits to have. For example, the driving, maybe your work skill, for example, maybe you're playing a sport or a musical instrument. Yep. But there are some things that become habitual and a great example is things like smoking, drinking, gambling, and now, even getting angry, for example, mm -hmm. and they're not actually very useful at all to have. No, so that's the danger, I suppose. Habits can be easily formed, potentially, but we don't know whether they're going to be positive or negative. Uh, well, that's true. I mean, we probably realize that over time, that some of them are negative, some of them aren't, so uh, some, are, some are continue to be positive. But we want to then have ways to be able to eradicate the ones which we don't want to continue. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maintain or strengthen or even introduce other ones that are going to be more uh, appropriate, more positive and uh, help us to achieve our goals and desires in life. Great. Okay. Love it. Makes sense. Hmm. I mean, and why then are powerful positive habits so important in our day-to-day -day life and our day-to-day our -day development? Well, I want to mention three quotes here just to help us put this into perspective. Sure. So I'd like to share my screen just at this point if I could, yep. Darren. Um, let me just do this quickly. Now, I want to just show these three powerful quotes, which, which answer your question absolutely beautifully. Beautiful. So the first one actually is from Aristotle. And he says, you know, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. I love it. I know that quote. I use that a lot. I love that quote. So you can sort of see from this example, this quote, that for us to you know really excel in life and become very good at what we do, we actually relegate this to be a habitual type of behaviour, then we can actually you know really excel at it you know very 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 well. Perfect. And I even love the way that he's, you know, he's scripted that. It's it's making it much more holistic as you know from a personal point of view. It's not just about the habit. It's about we are actually the sum total of our habits. Exactly. Which is quite profound. Exactly. It's, it's, it's amazing. And we'll lead on to the next quote, which is called the four important steps of success. You know, watch your thoughts because they control your words. Your words determine your actions. Your actions determine your habits. And they, of course, will then determine your destiny. Mm -hmm. You can sort of see the really powerful connection we thereby have between our habits our automatic responses and patterns of behavior to actually our destiny. That leads on beautifully to our last one, which is a bit of a quandary, this one. It makes you sort of think a little bit. And it says, this is by um, Abdul Kalam, you know, you, you cannot, let me just move this out of the way, just give me a sec. Yeah, sure. You know, we cannot change our future. But what we can do is change our habits. And from our previous quote, thereby changing our habits will actually then change. I like that. That is very cool. Very profound. Like it's an indirect way of being able to change our future. Which I is love it. Absolutely. Well done. Yeah, yeah. So just go back to stop sharing there. Yep. Absolutely. So in other words, I mean, your habits really dictate your whole life. So, you know, positive and negative habits or favorable or unfavorable. So it is important to create that awareness around our habits and making sure that we're actually living to the best of our abilities and the best of our potential. And also even Darren, just becoming aware of them in a sense as well, because see, occasionally we just forget about them. We don't even know we're doing certain things because they've just become so ingrained and so, so automatic. 
Definitely. It's just becoming more aware of, gee, why am I doing this when my wife says this? You know, when my the dog does this, I actually do that. <laughs> you think, hang on, why am I actually even doing that? Because see, <laughs> you know, as we get older, this is what gets really interesting. As we get older, we just become more and more a collection of these patterns of behavior, which we've developed over a long period of time. Definitely. And, and often they've served us really well at some point in time, but they no longer serve us any longer. Yep. And, but we don't question them. We just keep repeating them. We think to ourselves, what the hell am I doing this? Yep. You know, it's, and a great example, actually, I might just if I could diverge a little bit here sure. um, to my smoking clients. Because you see, almost all of my clients began smoking as a teenager. Mm -hmm. And you might say, well, what's the significance of that? Well, if you think about, well, maybe you can tell me, Darren, what do you think is most important to teenagers? Well, teenagers want to be cool. They want to be part of the group. They want to be liked. They want to have, they'd be popular, et cetera, et cetera. They want to be like a bit of a rebel, for example, yep. like a role model they've got. Yep. James Dean, whatever. Exactly. Or the Marlboro Man, for example, yeah. back, going back a while ago. And so often smoking actually ticks all these boxes for them at that very young age. Mm -hmm. And so that's when they generally start, you know, and there's a bit of peer group pressure then generally as well. And that just then continues for years and years before they start to question, well, hang on a sec, is it really serving me now 20 years later when I don't really want to? That's I don't right. really need to be like the Marlboro Man anymore. I don't really need right. to be cool, yeah. you know. And this is an example of a pattern of behavior, which was, you know, certainly provided maybe some questionable value back earlier on, but it no longer provides any value for them later on. And that's when they want to sort of then get rid of it and change it. And I suppose that's the, that's the most difficult aspect is that they've been around for so long, these habits, it's very, very hard to change them. Well, I'll give you an example. You might, if you don't mind, just use sure. an example again, just illustrate again, probably the importance of using the right tool for the right job. So I had, to, I was at Bunnings, this is about, about five or so years ago, looking for some, you know, stuff I was wanting to build at the time. And I could never find things at Bunnings. So I asked for some help. As I <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> and she, the guy said to me, look, Ian, what actually are you doing? I said, well, I actually help people quit smoking. And I said to him, he said to me, that's really interesting. I said, well, why is that? Because I just quit. And I said, high five, well done. <laughs> said, well, how did you do it? So, well, what actually happened? I went along to our local medical center and I saw a couple of brochures there about quitting smoking using hypnosis, oh. which would just happen to be my brochures. There you go. <laughs> they were my little yellow ones over here, okay? Lovely, love it. I said to him, well, what did the brochures say? And he said, well, they actually said that smoking is predominantly a bad habit. Huh. I mean, there is a bit of an addiction, but it's not significant. It's more the habit that's important. Yeah. So, well, that's interesting. Well, what did, you, what did you do with this? And he said, well, it also said that it takes between three and four weeks to form a new habit. And I said, well, that's great. So what did you do? So, well, I smoked about 15 cigarettes at the time. So what I thought I'd do, I'd take one at a time and I would create a new response to that the trigger for that cigarette, I'd repeat it for three to four weeks and I would then get rid of that first one. Oh, then on okay. to number two and number three. So for example, this is the very common pattern with smokers. They get up in the morning, put the kettle on. Coffee, cigarette. Out the, exactly right. So what he did, he just went straight into the shower right. and broke that pattern totally. Nice. Repeat it for three to four weeks, 
then he was fine. Right. Cigarette number two, he used to drive to work and when he got to a certain light, he would light up number two. <laughs> he drove a different way to work and bypassed that light. Brilliant. <laughs> I love it. And so on and so on. So if we look at that example, assuming no stuff ups, right, along the way, yeah. it would have taken him probably, let's just say about 15 months to get rid of every last cigarette. Exactly. It would have cost him thousands of dollars because he was still, of course, smoking at the time, right? So it would have taken him, so 15 months, probably let's say three or four grand, finally off them. Yeah. Now, he was actually working really hard because he had to focus very consciously every day, applying willpower, this trigger, that's why I've got to get rid of this. So he was always being very conscious about the whole process. Mm -hmm. So it would have been quite a lot of effort. Now, in my case, because I use tools like NLP and hypnosis that work at the unconscious level where habits and patterns of behavior reside, yes. most of my clients will stop after either only a single session, but even if they took two or three, they would be well and truly done within a couple of weeks. Wow. So he's taken 15 months, spent thousands of dollars because he was consciously, you know, working to change these yep. patterns. At the right, with the right tools, doing the right sort of stuff, it takes you a couple of weeks and you're done. Wow. But it's a really interesting point though. I was listening to, um, listening to an audio version of Jerry Seinfeld's new book. Or it might have even been a podcast episode with Jerry Seinfeld. And someone was asking him about certain habits, I think, or how he puts jokes together or something like that. And he said, oh, it was actually his response to exercise, how he exercised, mm -hmm. uh, how he adopted exercise later on in, in, in his career. And he said, the brain is like just a silly monkey. You can train it to do anything. You just have to trick it. So in a way, I, I love the example that you used about this person changing, breaking habits and breaking routines to retrain the brain because that's all they did. So you can, you can trick your brain into thinking and set resetting pathways using mm -hmm. different behavior. But anyway, but again, as you mentioned, doing one session of hypnosis is probably going to be much more beneficial than waiting 15 months to stop smoking. And it was a fraction of the cost. Of and, the, and the cost. Yeah. It's fascinating take on how the brain works but it's a good example though because it illustrates i suppose the the base basic strategy people use to change a habit yeah and they, they say okay well you know i've been told it takes between three and four weeks to change a habit so i'll just sort of use apply apply willpower i just sort of mm -hmm. remind myself every single day i need to do this rather than that for a trigger but that's going to be like our baseline as to a strategy you could use if you wanted to change change a habit gotcha. so obviously there are many strategies that someone could adopt and i suppose it depends on the personality the uh the strength of mind you know the conviction of a person as to which habit might which methodology might suit them better so maybe let's chat about that what are some of the different methods and you know which ones would be most useful these days yeah, so I suppose um, the way you can sort of hasten that process a little bit actually is to have reminders for yourself, you know, which help remind you what actually is the, the new response you want to take. I'll give you just a very simple example yeah. of this. Um, I absolutely love yoga. And, you know, so I do my little postures and stuff, you know, every day. And occasionally I might introduce a new posture. Mm -hmm. Myself, well, how can I remind myself tomorrow to make it easier to remember? 
So I grab a little, like a little toy, like for example, this little guy, that's like got yep. when I did my PhD. <laughs> Lovely. And, and I'll pretty much see where I do my yoga. And I'll think to myself tomorrow, why is this little guy here? Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm going to do this new posture. So it helps just to remind me. I think, oh, that now I know what to do. Yeah. Then a week or so, I've normally got it done. And so I then have to just, I can put him away, put somewhere else. And that reminds me just to sort of, you know, of the new pattern of behavior. Perfect. I do that with sticky notepads. Like I put little sticky notes everywhere, especially if I know that I'm going to forget something in the morning. I'll put a sticky notepad where I know that I'll see it and bang, I won't forget. That's a perfect example. Yep. That's probably not, that's probably more a reminder rather than a habit. It's the yep. same sort of ideas. Okay, yep. same. Very true. But it's a trigger, a trigger to make, to yes. allow you to become aware that you have to do something. And if you do it regularly enough, it becomes a habit, I suppose. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yes. Yep. Love it. And there's pattern number three, which actually makes that even shorter, which is called the uh, NLP swish pattern. Oh, I like it. So what I thought we would do if you're open to this, Darren, is that she'd go through a bit of an exercise using the swish pattern to help sure. us create a new pattern of behavior. Right, so it's going to be used actually in two different ways. I'm just going to share my screen again. It's going to be either used to get rid of an undesired pattern of behavior or in fact create a new one that you might want to actually uh, create. <laughs> this is the diagram. It sort of uh, just walks its, us through the swish pattern. So we're just going to define actually what all these little acronyms mean first. So PS is the present state. Now, what are we currently doing when this trigger sort of occurs? Perfect. This actually stands for what we call the desired state. What would we actually like to do instead? We're just going to walk through an example. And in fact, Darren, if you can actually help us here, that would be great. Sure. Um, as, as you know, just to have us see actually how we do this. So, Let's use an example. And I wanted to use a business example just to sort of make this really relevant to, to our listeners. Yeah. And I thought, how about we sort of set up a, a new schedule that every day in the morning when you get to work, first thing you actually do is spend some really high focused quality time on planning, scheduling, monitoring and growing your business. Great, love it. But I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to use the first, so it could be an hour. I'm going to turn off my emails, no SMSs, everything's turned off. This is just highly focused time because this is so important for me to grow, you know, my, my particular business. Perfect. Because what, what, what I, this is sort of my quest in life in a sense, Darren, is to take any goal that I would like to achieve and make it automatic. Okay. Make it an autopilot. So I, I don't have to think I just, to start the process because I'm just doing like like a habit, you know, like washing your teeth. You know, when you wash your teeth, for example, morning or evening, Darren, do you think to yourself, do I want to, do I not want to? You just do it, don't no, you? No, you just do it without question. Wouldn't it be nice you, to... You don't even say, do I want to, you just say, I have to. That's it. <laughs> would it be nice to be able to do that actually with any goal you've got? So yeah, just, that would be fantastic. It just happens without thought. That's, that's sort of the idea, which is where we wanted to talk about the swish pattern. Good. So let's use that example then. So the idea is, so our desired pattern of behavior is, I come into work, I want to just automatically just sort of open up the computer, turn everything, instructions off, get stuck into it. Right. So how would you apply the swish pattern? So let's begin then with what we call the present state. So Darren, tell me what you currently do when you get to work in the morning. What's, what's your present situation? Perfect, perfect. So I work from home. So I get up, first thing I do is I put on my Nespresso machine, <laughs> I make my coffee, I sit down, 
open up the computer and I'll check emails, um, social media, bank accounts. You know, I'll just do all that stuff to see what I have to clear or do so do something with from the night before. Sure. Okay. So, so this is what you're currently doing now. Now we could probably discuss for hours whether this is probably the the best thing to do. Let's <laughs> not go there because otherwise, you know, this could go on for hours today. But let's assume you said yourself, look, look. I don't. I think that's probably not the best use of my time. Right, first thing in the morning. Yeah. You sort of you end up working on other people's agendas because you know you think, oh, well, this email here, I've got to respond to that. Exactly. You're totally reactive. Exactly. Where you say, okay, I'm going to spend that first hour focusing only on my business because that's so important for me. Yep. Then, of course, you're in control. You're, you're doing things as you've decided to do and you're running, of course, to your own agenda. Perfect. So let's let's then use the presence that actually is being. You've, you, you've got your coffee in your hand. Yep. So you've got got my espresso. <laughs> down and you open up the computer screen, right? Yeah. So that, that, that's going to be like our trigger. So our first step thereby in the swish is to do the following. I want you to close your eyes okay. and I want you to create a movie in your mind of you doing exactly that. You've just got to your yep. desk, wherever it might be. You've got your coffee in hand. You've put your coffee down. Yep. You're now opening up your screen. Mm -hmm. Stop at that point because you're now going to decide what you're going to do next. Right. At that point. Have you got that? Yes. Awesome. So just now open your eyes. Okay. Now, I know you're very creative, you're very visual. This is going to be really quite easy for you because other people actually who have difficulty visualizing this could be a bit of a challenge. So I might use a different process for them, but just, right, sure. just go through it together. So our next thing we want to do then is create what we call the desired state image. This actually is an image that represents what we would like to be doing when the computer screen opens and then you, you, know, you want to do what you need to do. So I want you now to close your eyes again mm -hmm. Now create a, an image of you now opening up whatever you need to have, maybe a spreadsheet, maybe whatever it might be, but it's actually it's you going through this one hour of focused planning, strategic, you know, sort of thinking, uh, monitoring, scheduling for your business. Okay. You just yep. create that image, you know, whatever it might be, maybe a spreadsheet, whatever it could be. Yep. And when you've got that in mind. Done. Okay. Now we want to actually make this image really powerful and give it lots of energy um, and intensity. That will signal to our unconscious mind, this actually is, is more important than the old or the original image. Right. So I want you to pretend you're Steven Spielberg. I know this is what you like doing with photography. Does this <laughs> so really go to town here, Darren, and I want you to make this image as strong, powerful as you possibly can. Make it really big, for example, like it's yep. right in for example, yeah. give it lots of color, give it lots of, if there's any sounds, make the sounds really loud, lighting, you name it, just throw it in there. Beautiful. It's a Hollywood blockbuster. It's a Hollywood blockbuster. <laughs> it's got as much energy, power, intensity as you can possibly give it. And then tell yeah. me you've done that. All right, good. Got it? Okay, you're having a ball there, I can this see. <laughs> so now open your eyes again. I want to now take you through the first cycle, how this okay. works. The first cycle is we're going to close our eyes and you're going to go back to the original movie you had of you sitting down with your coffee, opening up your computer screen. Yep. You'll then stop the movie at that point and you'll see, as you can see in the diagram, a, a sort of a small postage size version of the desired state image yep. sitting at your bottom left hand corner. Gotcha. 
holding call out one, two, three, swish. Yep. And then you'll basically see that small image just basically explode in front of your face. Yep. Totally obliterate the old one. Uh -huh. Throw you back almost in your chair. All you can see this huge, <laughs> powerful, powerful image of you, you know, you know, looking at the spreadsheet and just going through and doing what you need to do to just really power through your business. Gotcha. So should I close my eyes? Yes. You ready to go? Yep. All right. Let's go. So first, I'm thinking of the old one. It's right. You just, you just sat down. You've got the coffee there. You're opening up the screen. Yep. What am I going to do next? Just stop it at that point. You ready? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Lower left hand corner. You've got the design image. Got that ready to go? Yep. Let's now count. So one, two, three, swish. Wow. Okay. Right in front of your face. Almost throws you back in your chair. All you can see this is this huge, powerful, bright image. Beautiful. Doing the strategic planning and you're getting really excited because you're doing all this and you're, you're playing this out and it's looking really, really cool. Yep. Beautiful. Done it. This should really hit you pretty hard. And once it starts to fade a little bit, just simply open your eyes. We'll do the next part of the cycle. Okay. Now, tell me what you had for your lunch today. Uh, just uh, tuna and vitamins. Awesome. <laughs> now, we're going to do now, we'll do cycle number two. So, what I normally do, I normally go through at least three cycles with the clients. So this mm -hmm. will be yourself. I'll then let you do at least three on your own. Okay. Just to get really comfortable and get master this process. Okay. Let's do cycle number two. Just close your eyes again. Yeah. Original image. You've just sat down. You've got the coffee. Opened up the screen. What am I going to do next? Yep. So at that point, lower left-hand corner is the other image. Ready to go? Perfect. Yep. Ready to go. So one, two, three. Swish. Again. Okay. Great. Huge, wonderful, colourful image. Yep. Just knocks you out almost. Yep. <laughs> Let it really hit you hard and then let it subside and then again, open your eyes. Okay. So you find that getting a little bit easier, just the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when did you go for your last walk outside? Um, probably early this morning, just a quick one this morning. Awesome. Okay. Let's then do number three. Okay. You ready? Okay. Close your eyes. See the movie again. You're just sitting down with the coffee, opening up the screen. Stop at that point. Yep. Image of the roll off to the corner. So count again. So one, two, three, swish. Again, yep. Really hard. Beautiful, bright, colorful, loud. It's just yep. very, very strong. Love it. Take it all in. Let it really soak into your, your mind. And just open your eyes when it starts to subside. Okay, good. I like it. So pretty easy process so far? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So we're going to do now, I'm going to get you to do three times on your own. Okay. I want you to really master this. So you, you know, just got it really down pat. Okay. So I want you to help us out though. I want you just to close your eyes. I want you to, if you could verbally count out loud, mm -hmm. one, two, switch, because we never know what you're doing. Okay. Open your eyes at the end, then just do it a second and a third time. Okay. Sounds good. All right. One, two, three, swish. Open eyes. Yep, what's doing really well? Good, do it again. Two. One, two, three, swish. Great. Yep, you're an expert at And one more. <laughs> One, two, three, swish. Awesome. Now, if we have more time, we might do a couple more just to sort of see how, how things are going. But let's just stop it there. So what we're doing here, we're slowly programming into your unconscious mind what you want to be doing when you open up your screen in the morning. Love it. 
But if you now just close your eyes and just think about tomorrow morning, I'm going to open up my screen. What is the sort of first thing that starts to come to your mind? Then I'm starting to think of that new behavior. Yeah. And it's interesting, if you do this a couple more times, you'll find it becomes more and more difficult to remember the old pattern. Gotcha. Now it's starting to just, it's overloaded by the new pattern. Gotcha. So really, to me, this is like, you know, when they say it takes 21 days or three to four weeks to create a habit, this is like fast tracking that because we're visualizing, using visualization techniques to do that in one day instead of three weeks. Oh, you can do it in about half an hour or so. Yeah. So it's all about how many times you program that into your brain. You don't have to do it 21 times, but certainly we find that sort of five, maybe 10 at the most, is enough to really get your mind sort of on track with this new pattern of behavior. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I love and, it. and it's important when you do that first part where you make it really powerful and really strong, then what you're doing is you're really telling your unconscious mind, this is what I really want. This is what I want. I don't want that. I want this. I don't want that and so on and so on. And with enough repetition, it, it just totally overloads and replaces the old pattern. I love it. And is this, um, this is part of NLP or is this more hypnosis? This is part of NLP. NLP yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. And it's been used a lot, for example, with things like nail biting, mm-hmm. teeth grinding, or really any undesired pattern of behavior, which has a simple trigger and you want to just simply change the response to I that. Love it. And so once you learn this technique, you can pretty much re, you can use this technique to create any habit you like in your life forever. Well, in fact, this is a really good point actually, Darren, because um, the ideal process you can sort of maybe sort of work towards is that every night you sort of, before you get into being things yourself, okay, what actually happened today? You know, what, what were some areas that I could possibly improve upon next time this happened? Mm-hmm. A client rang up, Oh, I got really angry because I said this, you know, whatever it was. Yep. You know, or I got a something actually happened. You know, my wife said this, or my my partner said this. You know, my business partner. And I got really upset by it. Did you say, okay, well, clearly that probably wasn't the optimal way of responding. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to switch. <laughs> you switch. You say, okay, well, what's the current situation? What's current situation? Was when my partner says this, I get and just then explode. Well, I'll just stop at that point. Yep. Would I like to do instead? Well, I'd like to just sort of be able to oh, just take a big deep breath in and say, okay, let's just sit down, calmly talk about this situation and go from there. So you would swish that, you know, five, 10, maybe even 15 times. Okay. And that way that becomes more and more your default response to that. I love it. That's fantastic. That's, fa- that's sensational. They're really such a powerful tool. And yet you want it to become automatic, you know, so... But just that's just your default response when that trigger occurs. And the more, obviously, the more times you do that in your head, the more visual, visualization, the faster you bec- that becomes your baseline. And it, it, it just really powerfully programs it in. Now, you may find on occasion you might do a bit of a slip up. You might just go back to your old. Mm-hmm. You just reinforce it again, 5, 10, 15 times, the same cycle. And oh. it just gets warm and actually then programmed into your unconscious mind. Fantastic. I love it. And so obviously you do this with all your clients, not all your clients, but a lot of your clients that might benefit from this technique. Yeah, where it's appropriate, you know, for example, with sugar addiction, they might have a scenario where someone really stresses them out. They'll just switch for that chocolate bar. Well, let's see how we can actually change that because that's probably not the, the best way re- to respond to that stressful situation. Or it could be, again, with you know comfort eating. Uh, it could be with drinking, especially, same yep. scenario and so on. Yeah, fantastic. Well done. 
And have you found, you know, what, what kind of results have you found with your, um, with your patients? That a lot of them have really adopted this and it's allowed them to really make life-changing patterns if they've done it properly? Yes. Yeah, so, for example, I suppose you've got a couple of examples of some of my clients uh, who utilize this or other techniques that we use by the, either hypnosis or NLP. So I have one client, for example, yet she came, see, remember I mentioned this in my previous one, I can't remember whether I mentioned this one to you, but we had one client who came along, yet she came along initially for smoking. Yeah, I remember you said that, yep. Yeah, so we sort him out with the smoking, then actually he then had some issues with his weight. Mm-hmm. We actually helped him with his weight, and then actually had some problems now, but more in a business setting, like he right. was... He ran a business and he had a lot of communication problems with his subordinates. We did some work with him on the communication side. Again, changing patterns of behavior, changing responses to triggers, you know, staff who drive him crazy, for example. (laughs) Then from there, actually, we then went on and had a look at, um, he had some issues with spending. He was just spending money left. All the money that he was saving from his smoking, he was just sort of throwing it away, you know, on just stuff that he didn't make. It was just a pattern of behavior he wanted to change. So we use hypnosis and open it just to help him with that. And he really fell in love with, like I mentioned last time, the barefoot investor yep. and following his strategies to sort of invest this money and has been laughing all the way to the bank ever since. Ah, oh, sensational. Well done. That's, you know, it's really good to hear that, you know, people can really make life-changing um, patterns or recreate life-changing patterns that are going to benefit them forever. Another example, actually applying now more to the business side of things, because mm-hmm. we have our four-week program where we talk about these sort of patterns, is that we talk a lot about in these programs about having these sort of 60, 90-minute block times of highly focused sort of productive activity, um, focusing on the things that are the most important, like the strategic planning, all that sort of stuff. But we also give them a lot of tools to get in the zone, what we call it, like get really highly focused. So they're in the right state, they're in the right zone, and they can then be very productive throughout that period. People have commented things like, you know, I actually now get, you know, more done in actually less time than I had before. Amazing. Because they're just so focused on getting things done. They've got no distractions. They're in the right zone. There's a sort of super, this is all right, got to get done. And off they go and get Hyper-focused. And then it becomes again a habit, which you can again, you know, use the swish pattern to help you create. I love it. Well done. And so, um, Ian, tell us more about how we can find out about you and the Melbourne Hypnosis NLP Centre in case we want to work with you. Yes, so we just go to our website, which is uh, au. They can call us on, on our, on our uh, phone, so one three hundred nine eight three seven one seven, or just simply send me an email, which is just ian at melbourneinhalpyhypnosiscentre.com.au as well. Sensational. Well mm. done. Well, Ian, it's been an absolute pleasure. really appreciate you coming back on the show to uh, help me swish. <laughs> but, you know, really fascinating stuff. And I think, you know, there, I can see that that can really work if you really take the time to make it a pattern, make it a visualization technique that you've got to execute a few times and really dedicate yourself to, to making that change and locking in that new code in a way. Um, and I, I can really see that that, make, that makes a huge difference. And also, of course, you want to, you also want to need to want yeah. to make change as well. That's don't, it's yeah. not going to stick. But if you really want to be, you know, I want to spend this time, I want to focus on my business, I want to really drive it for the next year. Yep. Of course, you've got that motivation, then of course, you'll then follow through and do what's required. Absolutely. And what a fantastic way to, 
finish off the year's podcast episodes with a podcast about changing your behavior, recreating powerful habits that are going to benefit us in 2021. Perfect. So I think, you know, it's a great way to finish up. And is there anything that you would like to leave the audience with for this year? So what I thought it might do, I might, if you're okay, leave the copy of that diagram of the swish. That can just be a bit of a reminder for them. Sure, sure, sure. Definitely. I'll, I'll make sure that I find a way to link that into the notes. And let's also make next year our best year ever. 2021, let's make it rock. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. So Ian, thank you so much again for coming on the show. We'll definitely have you back earlier in the new year to do another episode on mindset. And we'll find out what the audience is looking for. So if anybody has some um, particular burning desires to learn about something in particular, let us know. Email me on darren at suspendedanimation.com.au or just put some notes or comments in the posts or in the show notes because we'd love to bring Ian back to really allow you to benefit and get value from all these podcasts. And just a quick one for everybody out there again. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast this year. It's been a fantastic ride. And I wish everybody the absolute best of luck for 2021. Thank you so much. You and your families have a great one. And we're all going to see you very, very soon for our next podcast episode. So Ian, thanks again for joining us. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Bye for now. See ya.